Welcome to the Evernorth Podcast, where we bring on the explorers, dreamers, and discoverers to find out what their true north is in life. Hope you're all having a great day and enjoy the show. Jack, welcome to the Evernorth Podcast. Thanks. It's good to be here. Glad to be on. So for those that don't know, I met Jack essentially through NDSU. Do you remember how we met, actually? Yeah, it was in David England's uh, econ. Was it it through another Jack, though? Uh, Jack Kupich. Jack Kupich? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're in the same econ class together. Did he refer, like, you to me through your longboard? No, actually, you you reached out to me on Instagram, I remember. And oh, I, I'd seen you around, but I'd never talked to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I set a couple seats down from you. And yeah, because I actually for, like, forgot how we basically met right away, but I knew it was through, as, like, through NDSU and somehow, mm-hmm. like, the first, first semester of college. But for those that, I guess, don't know you, would you maybe want to give, like, a little background? Yeah, so my name is Jack Bateman. Uh, I go to NDSU here with Austin. I am originally from Park Rapids, Minnesota. It's kind of central to northern Minnesota. Um, it's about six miles from the Mississippi River. It's like our the start of it. That's our claim to fame. So I grew up on a resort called Two Inlets Resort. My parents owned it and ran it, and I helped out around the resort and then went to you know, went through all my schooling there, graduated from Park Rapids Area High School, and then I came to here. So what are you currently pursuing at NDSU? So I'm actually going for a double major in business administration or management and marketing. Okay. What made you choose those two? Uh, well, it's kind of a funny story. I actually started coming here for food science <laughs> because, you know, I thought I wanted to do something with food and you know, I still love food and cooking and things like Same. that, but, uh, you know, I just started it and science just was not for me. But I like, you know, business because it's not so much about, you know, math or it's a lot of critical thinking, which I like, and I like to try to apply myself. And it's a lot more creative than a science. So I actually switched after my first, actually like halfway through my first semester, I decided no way. So. That's what I'm doing now. So is, do you have, I guess, an interest of what you want to do after college at all? Or are you still kind of deciding mm. and don't really know yet? Yeah, I'm not totally sure. Uh, I guess what I'd really like to do is own a longboard shop at some point. Because I go to skate shops all the time and, you know, it's just all skateboard stuff. And then in one corner, they just have like four longboards. and a couple different longboard things and that's it. But I'd love to just have a store where it's all that stuff. So you'd want to like start up your own like strictly longboards or would you also want to do skateboards as well? Well, probably some of both, but focused mainly on longboards. Would you custom make all of them? (laughs) I don't know about all of them. I'd like to keep doing that and have that be, you know, part of it, but you know, yeah. So so the end goal, I guess right now is you'd want to open up your own like longboard shop then? Yeah, I mean, that's the idea I'd really like to. And I'll so, probably have to get another job coming out of college. That's an awesome cause idea, though. <laughs> that's going to be expensive right out of college unless I can, you know, work up some capital for it. But mm-hmm. You think you'd ever get into, like, snowboards at all? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm not averse to trying it, so... But I, I never have, so... I'd, I I'd, defi- I'd definitely buy a snowboard from you yeah. <laughs> if you were to get into that market, but... 
Was it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely an area up here because snow and everything. I think mm -hmm. it'd be a lot of valuable to people that do snowboard. Yeah, can't longboard in the winter. No, definitely can't. Yeah, so. But, so like what made you want to get into making custom longboards? Yeah, so um, I actually started longboarding about three years ago on just a, you know, a cheap Walmart board. It was nothing special. And then uh, about two years ago, I decided to you know, save up some money and buy a good longboard because I was into it enough that I felt like it was worth it. And I was looking and I knew I wanted a Sector 9, which nothing wrong with Sector 9. To this day, I still think they're one of the best longboard companies. I love all their stuff and I recommend it to everybody. But I was looking at a lot of their uh, boards and I just didn't really, none of the designs I was really excited about. I wasn't like, oh, you know, that's really cool or whatever. And my thought was literally, wow, I wish I could just custom make one and have them send it to me or, you know, tell them what I want and have them make me one. So I bought, you know, I just bought one and that board is just covered with stickers now because <laughs> I didn't really care about the design. But so then I took that old Walmart board because I was like, you know, this is kind of, I want to try doing this and this is a good board to do it with. It's cheap. So, you know, I sanded it, whatever, and just started, you know, putting a design on it. And that board is actually just full of a bunch of random stuff because I just got carried away. But now I've kind of dialed it in and, you know, I know what looks good on a board. And I started, yeah, I had a ton of fun doing it. So I just started doing it for people and now was, here we what are. What was the first custom board you made for someone? Do you remember? <sighs> Uh, yeah, it was my buddy, Zach Nelson. <laughs> Shout out to Zach. <laughs> what, what design he, did you put on it? I wanted to. I told him I wanted to start doing this, and he said, "All right, I'll order one." So he got uh, a. You can actually go on my Instagram and see it. It's like one of the first ones, other than the one that I made for myself. But he got one. It was a Canadian Maple Micro Cruiser, I think twenty-five inches, and he plays rugby at. Bemidji State University. So they have a shield crest and they're the angry beavers. So I printed that off and got it onto the wood and made a little micro cruiser for him. And then from there, I just started making them for people. And so no bias since this is the Ever North podcast, but what is your favorite board design you've done so far? Oh gosh, I love them all. I'm always excited to finish them. If you could sometimes pick one, I like, I, I just love that design. Like you would have like replicated and kept it as yourself. Probably the Sriracha board. Okay. That, was, that was a really cool board. <laughs> I love Sriracha myself. I put it on like everything and I just love their whole like marketing idea and there's just such a cult following. You know, you see t-shirts everywhere and stuff and I'm actually making another one. I saw two of them? Yeah, I because that first one was, it was a board remodel that my buddy wanted and it's, he just wanted it to hang, so it's not rideable because I cut some important parts off of the board to make it shaped like the bottle. Mm -hmm. But this one is actually gonna be rideable and I think I might just keep it for myself. But <laughs> if anybody wants one, I can make it. So are you current, like what are you doing currently now since it is kind of heading towards winter, not many people are longboarding. Right. Like what are you? What are you? What's like? What are you doing currently with the business? So going into the winter, I'm actually going to. Um, I've basically gotten a bunch of blanks 
and I'm just going to start applying artwork that I've come up with personally because there's a lot of ideas that I've had and you know when I'm doing other people's orders I don't have time to uh, do the ones that I come up with. So I just ordered a bunch of boards and I'm just going to start painting them with whatever ideas I have and then from there I'll you know people can buy them if they want or if I like it enough I might just keep it for myself. <laughs> That's always a really good possibility when I'm doing this because yeah. it's hard for me to let go of some of those because they're so pretty. So you're just going to plan on like making out pre-made boards and then kind of just maybe, uh, how do you plan on selling them? Do you plan on selling them on your like a website you'd create or just Instagram? Uh, probably just Instagram to begin with because, you know, it's been really good for me just using Instagram so far. But I would like to um, start working on a website pretty soon. Um, I know I have a couple ideas for that, but I'm trying to kind of take it one thing at a time, you know, because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to load up my plate because I'm pretty bad about that. I get really excited about ideas I have, and it's hard for me to just put them on the back burner while I do other things. But yeah. so, so like, what's a what's a really good longboard idea that you have in your head right now, but you haven't made it yet? Do you have one? They like, oh, that'd be so cool to make. I do. So. In the longboarding community, downhill, dancing, pretty much all gravity sports and skating, uh, there's a term that people use called stoke. So you spread the stoke. It's pretty much just spreading the love, you know, good vibes, that kind of thing. So kind of going with the Northwoods theme, I had the idea for like Smokey the Bear, but instead it's Stokey the Bear. Ooh, that is good. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out the logistics of using that you know, fictional character and, you know, what I can do changing it and okay. so, so I need to wanna, contact somebody. You don't want to like push so that's Right. Like so that. that's an idea that I have, uh, but I need to start, you know, researching a little and just see if I can at all. Mm -hmm. But you think you'd reach out to other companies and be like, can I replicate your name or image and use it on a board type of thing to like make a brand deal almost? Mm -hmm. Do you think you'd ever have an interest in that? I mean, I would. There's, it's kind of tricky with the whole legal aspect of doing that. Like with Sriracha, I can do that because I'm not using, you know, they have that rooster on the front. I'm not using that. I'm not using, you know, any of their name or anything. But I can use the font because it's not owned. Or I can use the colors because... Nobody has the rights to a yeah. color. But see, if I was to start using their rooster on the front, then I would probably have to contact them and, you know, or just altogether, I wouldn't be able to. So if you're going to do something like that with a logo or, um, you know, like a brand, you kind of have to basically just shy away from the parts that are owned by them or trademarked or copyright or whatever and just try and stick with the things that are, you know, available to anybody and just see what you can do with that. So I think it'd be so cool to walk into a shop or even see one online that is a board made out of like a custom like product or mm -hmm. a brand that you really like. Yeah. Like I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. And I think if you'd be able to somehow make connections with other companies for like products people love, I think that'd be yeah. It's like a huge opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. It's a good idea, actually. I've never even thought about that. It's like reach out to like a smaller company, like kind of like what you did for Evernorth. Mm -hmm. 
So like reach out to them and then just be like, hey, can I replicate a like your one of your products or your name onto a board and then sell it? Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a lot of um, skateboard manufacturers will make shop decks. So there's a shop in Fargo here called This Skate and Snow, and they reached out to real skateboards and basically sent them a graphic and design and kind of worked with them to design it and then real will just make those skateboards and it says you know this skate and snow whatever and then people that are a fan of that skate shop can go you know buy that okay. so it's kind of like that but so reverse less, okay. you know so yeah i see what you're saying maybe so like, in the future yeah i'm not cool. ruling anything out that's, yeah how long does it take for you on like average to make a longboard oh that totally depends um like I'm what's, doing what's the shortest and what's the longest <sighs> sometimes it depends on how excited I am to get it done because sometimes I'll just be chomping at the bit to get it done and I won't you know I won't dilly dally and leave a lot of time in between um, I my luchador board that I just recently put on Instagram that took me like a month but that was also like you know, I was working and was there was times, but doing all those stripes by hand and doing it cleanly and that grip and stuff. So that one was really detailed specifically. And those ones typically take longer. Uh, on average, it probably takes like two weeks to do something like that. I was working a lot, so it took a little extra long, but, and then uh, if it's just like a simple design, I can, probably have it done in less than a week honestly the longest part is clear coating most of the time because you usually are doing the top and the bottom and each has to have about two to three coats depending on how smooth it is and how well it dries but the main thing is you got to let each coat dry for about 24 hours because you don't want to rush it because then it can ruin the finish altogether do you ever track your hours on how long you spend no, I don't. I don't do that. No, I I just have a flat rate for, you know, Sorry. doing a custom. If it's a pretty detailed design, it'll be because I can kind of judge, and most of the time, how long it takes is my fault. <laughs> so I suppose it varies. You on know, like your work and everything. Yeah, you have to include. But if somebody tells me a design and I can kind of picture in my head what it'll take to do it and finish it, and I can say, well. That won't take. That won't be that hard, or that won't take very long, and you know, price varies just a little bit there. But so, like going forward, where would you, where do you see your company going? I guess I don't know. Sky's the limit. <laughs> I don't. Right now, obviously, school should be most important for me, as much as I might want <laughs> to focus only on making longboards. But I mean, I'd like to see it grow and. Would you like to see this as your full-time, like a full-time? Yes, position? absolutely. If you were to be like... <laughs> My happy place is just sitting, painting on a board or, you know, riding. And I love hearing people's ideas and what they want to do. And I love seeing their reaction when they finally see it and how it turned out. And yeah, I would love to. Whether that's realistic or not, I don't know. But that's like my ultimate... That's what I'd like to do, yeah. So just like to pursue that full time then? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, we so we we didn't mention the name of your longboard company. Oh yeah. Because you changed it. It used to be the Northern Border Longboard Company. Right. So 
when you start a business, there's a lot of, I did a lot of changing because you kind of feel it out and see how people are reacting to your name, your logo, slogans, hashtags, you know, posts, whatever, all that. And um, I just, I felt like it was better to change. Um, yeah, I don't know. I So I decided to change it because I felt like Borealis was, so the name is Borealis Skate Company. And um, I say skate because I don't want to just limit it to longboards. I have not made a custom skateboard yet because nobody's asked. And I don't skateboard, so I wouldn't have any reason to. That's but still an opportunity that yeah, you just leave in there? I'm totally open to it if somebody wants me to make a skateboard. I don't know if I need to do anything special Why for it name? to hold up. Or, sorry. No, you're good. So, yeah, Borealis. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Borealis or the Aurora Borealis is like the northern lights. And I feel like uh, once you start getting up north to where I'm from, uh, you know, to the central and northern Minnesota, that's kind of like a cool thing that's there that's, you know, not many other places in the world. And uh, I felt like it really captured the whole northern Minnesota, you know, northern United States feel that I really try to um, bring to the company and the name and logo I feel like all together just really um, represents it really well. And I've had really positive feedback yeah, really so like far. It's really, it's really unique. You know, yeah. So I'm glad that I changed it. The main thing right now is just people that are used to my old name just got to get them used to the new name because on Instagram people probably see it they're like, Oh, I don't remember following this, but it's still me. <laughs> it's just a different name. Yeah, because you still keep the Evergreen logo. Yep. So that's still because I. That's the one thing about the old name and stuff that I liked and I wanted to keep. So, yeah. And then if you could put out like a timeline from start to finish of when you started your company to I suppose current and not finish, mm -hmm. what would be the biggest challenge you would say that you like ran into? Just all together? Yeah, all together from start to current. Like um, the biggest challenge you're like, oh, geez. Well, I've been moving around a lot since I started it because I started it in, I think, like mid-April of 2018 this year. So I was in a dorm room then, and I painted a board in there, which was fine. But I still have to go home to use all the equipment and power tools and so that can get kind of conflicting or uh, hard to try and schedule because I need to paint the boards here, you know, while I have time and then I go home and I finish them all. And right now, actually, in my apartment, <laughs> there's just a corner of my bedroom that's dedicated to clear coating <laughs> and painting these boards. And I basically just put towels all over the place because, you know, I don't want to get it everywhere. But So you do half? here in Fargo and then you do the other half at home almost? Yeah, so actually in my apartment, I can do most of it. The main thing is uh, when I get these blanks, uh, they have a finish on them. And if you were to paint on top of the finish and then put a clear coat, it would start to bubble up because it just doesn't stick to that as well. So I have to go home and sand them to just get that finish off. And that's pretty much it. Okay. But I have no place here that I can 
sand them and I can't do it in my apartment because <laughs> it gets pretty dusty and messy but do you think you'd ever try to like rent out a space to do that up here while your time in college I would love to just <laughs> yeah I mean I'm a college student I'm pretty poor yeah <laughs> but yeah that I mean that would make things so much easier and I, like that's one of my ideas if I ever owned a shop, which hopefully I can do some days, you know, in the back, just have a workshop mm -hmm. with all the tools I would need, all the materials, maybe even the resources to actually press the decks and do all of that. And I can do all the painting back there and everything, but it's not a super realistic thing in my apartment right now, yeah, as much as I wish it, it was. Too bad. Yeah. So to finish off the podcast, I usually ask three questions. And the first one is, if you could go camping for a week with three people, uh, alive or dead, who would they be and why? <sighs> I could go camping. Three people, alive or dead. Okay, well, one is definitely Jack Black. <laughs> Favorite actor, just got put on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. The guy deserves it. Um, uh, who else? more probably oh man that's a really hard question probably somebody from ACDC okay is that your favorite yeah right. I love ACDC how did you feel when they like quit kind of like retired I guess it was a sad day and I actually saw them here in Fargo probably a month before they you know their singer quit and they broke up and I'm really glad that I did Cause Cause they had a lot of health problems, I know. Yeah, they yeah. They well, one of them just passed away this last year. One of the guitar players. But um, yeah, probably one of them. Just any of them. Yeah. Okay. A third one. Name one more. I don't know. Probably you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting to have me go camping. Right <laughs> we could longboard. That true. Bring on longboards and that'd be it. Yeah, that's and what I do everywhere. I you could use it as a weapon, cut down trees, build shelters and everything. Yeah, it's the ultimate survival tool. For sure. That's how I'll market them now. <laughs> and then if you could explore one place in the entire world, where would you go? Anywhere, anywhere on Earth. Mm. I've always wanted to go to Europe. Pretty much just anywhere in anywhere Europe. Anywhere in Europe? Yeah, because it's always... I've just always wanted to go there. I love food. I love eating food. Yeah. And that to me is like the best place to just go and just eat. Just eat your way around Europe. And like, so Europe, what type of foods do they have again? So well, uh, like in Italy, they have a lot of pasta and pizza, sure which Italian I love. Uh, Germany, a lot of sausage, like brats and stuff. Um, in the UK, they have a lot of different things. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a cool looking place too, you know, For it's sure. beautiful. I'd love to just go and see that part of the world. Then if you could give one piece of advice to anyone, maybe a younger self, what would that be? Uh, it's probably start longboarding earlier because <laughs> <laughs> I see all these people just bombing hills. And I, the other day I saw a video of some 10 year old kid racing downhill against all these you know like 30 year old guys that have been doing it forever and i just wish that that could have been me 
because by now I could be racing or something because that's something I would love to try and do but I feel like you got to start learning a lot earlier so just start start uh, start longboarding yeah longboarding. well Jack thank you for being on the Evernorth podcast and then where can people find you if they're looking for a custom longboard or skateboard at Borealis Skate Co on Instagram Yep, that's my main, that's what I'm checking every day and everything like that. So you can contact me on direct message or even on a post. I see all the comments and likes and everything like that. All right, well, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, share it with friends and family, and you can find us at ever underscore north on Instagram and Twitter and evernorthco on Facebook.